You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Here we go. Well, that almost uh, didn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't too bad, Steve. No, not bad. Uh, good morning, and uh, welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. We are uh, filling in for Al Gelman, who, uh, you know, when you're in the garage business for like 40 years, and he's suddenly tilting 60. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's a hardworking fella. Yeah, well, he says that. So um, I guess he was uh, moving some tires and putting some stuff in, and uh, click, it's Voltaren time. So, uh, Al, get better. Everybody's uh, phoning in saying, where is he? And uh, maybe we can do a virtual yeehaw from here on in. Well, I think you, you got you satisfied the yeehaw requirement here. Wow. It's just, maybe the yeehaw could repair some of the potholes coming into Toronto. Oh, that's that's the thing. Wow. That's you know, I've talked thing. to a lot of people, and uh, it's like they've never, ever seen it this bad. It's not just on, on the uh, the roads in Toronto. And out in the GTA, it's the highways, too. Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) And I see the the crews of three guys with a shovel. (laughs) That's going to do it. That's going to really do it. Well, listen, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Samit Kapoor, good morning. There he is. Morning. Morning, everybody. How are you? And we're great. Uh, Samit is in from Young Steel's Ford. And we're going to talk about not just Young Steel's Ford, but especially uh, what is going on in the automotive industry, particularly with Ford, and if you're one of thousands that are waiting on F-150s, what other ones you were talking about in the green room? The F-150s and the SUVs. Unbelievable. And what's going on to uh, to keep everybody happy is <laughs> what's going on. I think we're going to have an enlightening show today. It's it's crazy what's going on there with demand on everything. Also, uh, we're going to have uh, OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt going to be calling in. And he's going to be talking about this article that we saw in the media this week about the increase in uh, speeding, was it deaths on the yeah, highways? That, that's that's exactly it. And uh, the OPP released their figures for 2021. Ste- ugly. And it's a, it's a bit of a mess all over the place. So I think Kerry's going to have some insight for us. But uh, it, it was an interesting uh, interesting story. And uh, un- unfortunately, many many people are still dying on Ontario roads. Yeah, and it's you see it every day. I mean, we were down south for, for a month, and it's a different world down there. Again, <laughs> in a lot of different areas. And... They're driving better because it's like it's warmer and people are a little more relaxed. You come back here, I had not seen a bird literally for a month. Right. And I'm driving around somewhere in GTO and, oh, that's a different kind of bird. And like you're flipping everywhere. So uh, you got to be, I, and notice people are right up your, you know what? Right behind you, and they just can't get there fast enough. It's, you know what? It's true. I, I wrote a column about this a few months ago in my uh, my Haggerty column, and and because I spend such a, a good amount of time between Toronto and Los Angeles, I actually prefer rush hour in Los Angeles. Well, they don't move. Well, you know, there there's a the the car culture there. My argument is the car culture is a little bit more mature 
than Toronto's car culture. And do we have one here? Well, no, it's still coming together, and that's that's sort of my argument. But what happens in in Los Angeles is everybody knows they're going to get there. There's none of this cutting each other off and jumping from lane to yeah. lane. That doesn't happen in Los Angeles or or in Orange County. It's very different than than driving anywhere in the GTA. I guess the patient levels are high. Oh, I don't know. I think you know. They, they, you know, there's lots of bird flipping and and <laughs> gunshots from time to time. But it's to me, it's a it's a it's a it's a more relaxing experience than being in rush hour in the GTA. I mean, some of the areas, uh, no matter where you drive, and coming in, you know, you're coming on the 401 from say Oshawa, or you're coming in from Mississauga. It's like, where are all these cars coming from? And the truck, I wouldn't want to be. I'm glad I'm, I work. I'm fortunate enough to work from home. Yes. At times, but uh, I know it's. I know Al says when they come into Glen Allen Motors, the people are like, "Can I have like a coffee before we get going here?" <laughs> so it's wild. We're also going to get into uh, the worst roads uh, in Ontario campaign with CAA, and that's going to be coming up in the second half of the show. So uh, we encourage your calls if you get a chance. Give us a call in about anything to do with your car, whether it's EVs, the worst roads in Ontario. And especially if you're looking at a Ford and you're wondering what is going on, there's some interesting new developments coming up from Ford, and we'll get back to that later on in the hour. So stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll tell you about a new contest soon, which that, is going to be coming up. That is very exciting, yes, actually. Yes, but we'll let them wait. Have a coffee, pull up a chair, and we'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stay with us. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and you can catch us streaming, not swimming. It's too cold out there, uh, at uh, davescornergarage.com, and also follow us on facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. Well, big news again, and we don't want to you know stuff this down your throat anymore, but I mean, the EV market is, is exploding, and there have been some new developments as far as batteries for EVs, so I will hand it over to... The charging man. <laughs> you know, I and, and I, Steve, I, I love driving, especially right now, I love driving plug-in hybrids because they, they make a, a lot more sense as, as we will get into. But what's happening right now in the automotive world is it's, it's a very exciting time because there's so much rapid change going on. So sure. the biggest news in the province this week in terms of, uh, of the automotive industry is that Stellantis and LG have partnered in a $5 billion battery manufacturing plant in Windsor. That's a lot of jobs. At that, it is a lot of jobs. I think they're saying about 2,500 jobs. Wow, good. And, you know, that is that is significant. And yes, you know, we do need EV battery production because that seems to be the way things are going and, you know, the, the, the lovely... Internal, whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not, the internal combustion engine is, is going to disappear. Uh, and it's going to take a long time for that, of course. But it's not going to happen overnight. And, and still, you know, um, battery electric vehicle sales are still single-digit percentage uh, in terms of the total market here in Canada. That, that's it's changing, but it's not changing yeah. rapidly. It's not like we've gone to twenty percent or anything like that. So this is an interesting first step in terms of of having having our own domestic battery production. That'll obviously be for Stellantis, uh, Chrysler, Dodge, whatever whatever they're going to do uh, in terms of their their BEV production in Canada. But that still doesn't solve the problem that I experience all the time with respect to charging these things. And, no, and no. Uh, uh, last week, I think I was driving the Lexus uh, NX. 458. It's a plug-in hybrid. It's got an 18 kilowatt hour battery, so you can plug it in and drive on electric. It has a 60 kilometer range. And that was that was fun, 
But then, you know, the way I drive and where I drive, I run at a 60 kilometers uh, of range in no time at all. It doesn't, doesn't take long. Yes, we've seen you drive, yes. <laughs> lots, lots of YouTube videos uh, about that. But what the, the problem is that the, the, the charging infrastructure isn't there. So the province made an announcement this week where they're making some investments. And what they're doing is they're putting in some charging stations at all of the en-routes along the 400 series highways in uh, in Ontario, which does make a lot of sense. And especially if you've got a pure electric, you need a fast charger. If, you know, for example, if you go to places like Niagara, like I do, or yeah. Prince Edward County, yeah. you need you need a, a quick charger. You and, also could probably need uh, some new, some newer en route stores as well. There aren't a lot around. No, there's, there's not. But I mean, at least it gives, yeah. you know, Tesla has Tesla has a great charging infrastructure. Still not a fan of the cars, but they've got a great charging infrastructure, and they kind of live in in their own world, and and that makes a lot of sense. But right. for everyone else, the problem is that you've got to charge your your uh, battery electric vehicle, and even with this investment in putting charging stations into on routes, it's not quite there. So, uh, submit you've you're you guys are selling. Uh, battery electric vehicles, plug-in hybrids, uh, Ford and Lincolns. And what are I want to know what customers are doing right now to solve their charging problems. So uh, Ford has, uh, the, the first solution is you get a 220-volt charger installed in your house or your condo building has a retrofit for it. So Ford is selling their uh, own supercharger, which can be mounted on a wall. You can buy it from a dealership and have a certified electrician install it for you at your house. That's one. And second, uh, coming back to the OnStar thing, which you mentioned, uh, whenever we go by, you know, on route, sorry, on route, so we see the parking lots are already full. So I don't know how many charges are you going to put? They'll, well, they'll, people will still be waiting in line. Th- this is this is the thing. I mean, it's it's great if you've got a charger at home. If you've got a two twenty, like a level two charger in your home, you can fully charge your car overnight, or yep. you stay on top of it at least. And maybe if you're lucky, you've got a charger at work, but probably not. Probably not. Yes. And then if you go for a road trip, what you, do you, what do you do? You have to rely on the public infrastructure then, which is is still lacking. You know, I've got the apps on my phone, and I look for these fast chargers everywhere I go because I just I don't want to sit around and wait around for a charge. And fast chargers are still few and far between for anything but a Tesla. All the companies like Flow, Electrify Canada, all these companies are talking about dash charging, which is the first 30 or 45 minutes will give you at least 70% of the battery and you can get wherever you want to and then charge your car again. But I still feel it's not enough. They need a very, very big kind of a charging network in order to satisfy the population in our province. Mm -hmm. And is, is the demand... I know we, we talk about it quite a bit, but is the demand really there? Because the perception is, if you're watching TV or rate or listening to radio, oh, you're hearing is EVs, EVs. Not everybody wants it. People are actually getting a little bit sick of hearing it because at the end of the day, if you're building, like we live in a condo, and they have nothing to plug in right now. Right. So what do you do? I mean, you share it, and you've got a book ahead. It gets costly. So I think we're going to ease into it. it may, that may be the best thing is to ease into when the charging stations are available. You know, and Ford's doing a lot for that. And a lot of this movement is fueled by what's happening in the other part of the world. The gas prices are going up. That's why a lot of people are scared and they're looking into the EV option. But what they don't realize is the charging network. You can get get into an EV easily, but it's not that easy to keep it charged up all the time. 
it's it's amazing what's going on. It's it's an exciting time to be in the uh, in the car world, isn't it? It's changing like it's, it's, every single week. Every single week. And we'll talk more about that, what's happening specifically with Ford in a few minutes' time. Coming up next, we're going to reach out to OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt about some uh, staggering news, what's going on on our highways. So stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. The lines are open if you want to make a call in. And we'll be right back with Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln here in the Big Smoke. Stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we've got a contest coming up at the uh, beginning of April. Hard to believe it's April already. And we'll tell you more about that throughout the hour, but it's it's a good one. So we uh, we want you to stick around. And we're going to reach out to OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt and uh, talk about some really uh, staggering news that was released this week. Good morning, OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. How are you? Hey, fantastic. How are you doing this morning? Good. We're spiking everything. And People don't know where uh, that's a little volleyball talk, right? Yeah, there's a little volleyball talk. Yeah, I'm sitting here in Winnipeg right now, uh, watching the university championships. So it's going to be a pretty exciting weekend. We'll see what happens. So your uh, son's going to be—is your son on the team, or is he going to be waiting for next year? Yeah, he's waiting for next year. But uh, sorry, I'm going sh- to show my allegiance here. We're we're cheering for TWU, Trinity Western, number <laughs> one team here. That's great. So. <laughs> well, listen, let, let's uh, let's talk about this article that broke this week about. The increase, uh, kind of a downer on Saturday, but it's yeah. it's staggering what's going on about the number of the ten year high in speeding deaths in Ontario roads. What's what's you your take what? on that? You know, every every time we chat, we talk about stunt drivers. These guys are going 200 kilometers an hour, 300, the crazy numbers. Uh, it's a 10-year high right now uh, of deaths because of uh, speeding or aggressive driving on Ontario roads. We had 30, 315 people die last year, and of those, 81 of them were dead as a result of an aggressive or speeding driver. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You're not driving some super high exotic supercar. Uh, it might be the family car, minivan, pickup truck, work vehicle, you know, if you're uh, tailgating, uh, putting the pedal down, trying to make up for lost time, and uh, all of a sudden you have traffic in front of you that you can't avoid, uh, the, the higher the speed, the more chance you have of being involved in a serious or fatal collision. And, and I, I've been to countless um, fatal wrecks, and uh, when you see uh, the trauma, it, it is just unbelievable. And you know, the change in speed is what makes that, uh, makes that energy uh, sit there, and it really is... Uh, tragic that uh, we're having to knock on all these doors uh, because of someone's um, you know recklessness on the roads. You know, Kerry, I've, I've been racing cars for for thirty years now, and you know, I don't think that the the average driver really understands what that speed differential means. And, and secondly, all that kinetic energy when you're doing two hundred or three hundred kilometers an hour, that's just it's it, it's unfathomable to me. And yeah. and this is you know this this is really sad to hear. Um, on the other hand, I, I I dug through the the story, and it's not all bad news. Um, for example, um, the the report indicated that uh, that deaths as a result of alcohol and drugs were actually down last year. Yeah, they are. But I'll tell you, do you know what? Right now, we have seen a resurgence in 2022 with uh, more alcohol or drug-related uh, driving deaths uh, in the first three months of 2022. So it, it was good news. We are hopeful that this will not continue in the trend, but we are already uh, over, we're actually 58% more deaths already this year than we were 
same period last year, 60 people have died already uh, in the first, uh, whatever, two and a half months of uh, 2022 on the roads. And, uh, you know, as opposed to, uh, I think, 38 uh, last year. So that is uh, certainly a huge concern uh, for us. And uh, with people getting back to work, going back to the office, schools are opening up and, and there yeah. people are going to be out there at springtime. We got motorcycles on the road. The big show going on this weekend in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, bicyclists and uh, pedestrians as well. You know, Kerry, because a lot of people have been, uh, you know, working from home, uh, they haven't been driving as much. I know we haven't been driving anywhere near as much. So your skills are reducing. Brian's giving me a look here. He's no, he knows how, I've driven, how I drive most of the time. Do you think, and we'll turn his microphone off, he's got a comment. Um, do, you, do you think that because people haven't been driving as much in the last two years, that's leading to this? I don't know. You know what? They're driving a little bit, and now with the traffic congestion that we maybe haven't seen in the last two years yeah. is returning. And now we're going to get into road rage and frustration and aggressive driving because people that uh, normally could make it across the city in half an hour are now taking 45 or an hour. And, uh, you know, that's when people start taking chances and they start, they stop thinking about what's important. Uh, you, you're all cocooned, all nice and snug in your vehicle thinking all the safety systems are going to work. But when you're up against an 80 pound transport truck coming the opposite direction um you know, physics doesn't play favorites. And, you know, the, the trauma that we see in these wrecks is just uh, devastating. So, um, and I just want to remind everyone how important it is to think about your own personal safety and you know, having that space around you uh, and use your mirrors and know what uh, what traffic is doing beside you and behind you and obviously look way down the road so you can anticipate, uh, you know, slowdowns, changes, and, and you have that distance which gives you the time to slow down, stop, change lanes, and whatever it is. But uh, you just got to keep your head on a swivel and keep your eyes on the road and your head in the game. Well, listen, good luck out in Winnipeg. And, uh, because we're back in the studio, we'll get you back down here in a couple weeks' time and we can uh, talk a bit more about that. But uh, good luck to your son out there and thanks for calling in. Have a good All weekend. Right, looking forward to it. Okay, have buddy. a great day. All right. Okay. Uh, it really is something going on. And we have some interesting things going on, especially with Ford. And Samit Kapoor from Yet Lincoln is going to be in right after this break. And then we're going to tell you about our contest that's coming up starting the beginning of April. And submit, you may be allowed to win. Okay. <laughs> Brian, I don't, I don't know about so. you. I don't think so. Okay, rules no, and none regulations. Of us, none of us can, none of us can <laughs> win. Rules and regulations to be changed on site. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back after this. Well, the weather outside is uh, what it is, what it is. So have pour a cup of coffee and, uh, and stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And joining us finally back in studio... After two years, it does, it does seem like that, but it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah, is uh, Samit Kapoor from uh, Young Steel's Ford Lincoln. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Great. I mean, considering everything that's going on, and you know, touch wood or Arbright, everything is. Uh, that was Arbright, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it is. Everything is everything's good. So, what is going on new that uh, at Young Steel's Ford, especially with Ford right now? So, there's a lot of uh, news about the EVs which are coming in. So the, the biggest news is Ford finally went into the final production phase on the Lightning. The F-150 Lightning is going to hit the market before the end of this year. As a dealer, we've already placed first 22 orders for the customers who made a reservation last year with us. Wow. They're excited. The truck's going to hit the market soon. Uh, they have a lot of expectations from that vehicle. 
a couple of days ago ford finalized uh, the epa ratings on the truck on a full charge with a dual battery you can hit up to 320 miles on a you know on a fully 100% charged battery nice. which that's is over 500 kilometers that's just about 515 kilometers keeping in mind the weather conditions and the the conditions in which you're driving on the road sure and again it's if it's summer or if it's winter depending on that but for a truck like that it's definitely good that that is significant that's that's meaningful it's 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 equivalent to a, a real truck's range yes but yeah. again it depends if you're towing with the truck what kind of payload you're carrying but still it's good if you're in the city that's a good mileage you can save a lot of money on the gas the way gas is going Especially up right now. now yeah yeah i mean what what kind of toys as we call it in the layman's industry which is just me today um What's the attraction to the Lightning? It's the savings. You don't have any service expenses, like not major. Of course, right. you have to do the tires. You have to check the brakes regularly. It's uh, there's no combustion, so there's no oil change. There's no wear and tear of the engine parts. There's no radiator on it. Yes. There's there's several things that that are omitted simply because it's it's electric, and that that's certainly what makes it appealing. Secondly, I don't know if you know this, Steve, but the brakes wear less on EVs because of the regenerative braking. Yes. So so when slow down, slow down. Regenerative braking. Yes. So when explain to me, please. Uh, yes. So, for example, if uh, in instead of coasting or braking in a regular car, what you do is you take your foot off the accelerator in an EV, and regenerative braking will will actually take over. So the 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 uh, the, the vehicle will charge itself. So basically, when the vehicle is slowing down, yeah. it charges the battery. It conserves the battery to give you a longer range. So depending on your what i'm hearing here and correct mm-hmm. me if i'm wrong which is he's smiling i'm going to smack <laughs> you um so depending on how you drive will yep. indicate really how much longer your battery is going to stay charged yes, yes. yeah you you kind of have to reprogram your brain a little bit i think yeah. to drive an ev and that, that's what i always do but it it's a, it's it's a different experience because if if you can optimize your driving you you're you being the driver of the the ev you can become very very efficient yes at uh, at conserving your energy it's it's absolutely it's and that's what i love about it. i mean don't, you know don't get me wrong i love internal combustion engines but the oh. these evs are really cool to drive what are you seeing from the the public that's walking in uh, with the various cars, the F one fifty especially, which is the biggest one you've got? What's what are people talking about when they're coming in? The the feedback on these new vehicles in twenty twenty two that's amazing. People are loving the new features which Ford is bringing to them. But again, as we all know, there's a shortage of supply everywhere across the board on yeah, all the brands. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And uh, again, coming back to the EV thing, Marky has been on the road for a couple of months. All the customers who have driven Marky, they're really happy with the savings, the way vehicle performs. It's an all-wheel drive. It's good for Canadian roads. It's amazing. The build quality, it's amazing. And, and that, that's exactly why I suggest people look at the Mach-E instead of some other brands because yes. it's Ford is a real car company and they make real cars. Yeah. And not only not only does it satisfy all of the electric requirements, but it's very modern in terms of tech. Drives really well, and uh, and it's kind of cool looking. It's it's kind of cool, yeah. But and it carries the Mustang badge. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and the the history with the Mustang is is second to none, I think. And I think the F one fifty is almost becoming its own. It's almost like the Google of trucks. Yes, you know the the other the other vehicles are great. I've seen the Rams everywhere. Yeah, but it's the F one fifty pulls up. My buddy's got one, and we drive up around his cottage. It's like okay, 
Well, they, this is nice. It, 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 they're really nice, and yeah. and you know, to be to be fair, from my perspective, I drive all of these things, and the F one fifty is kind of the gold standard. It is the standard to which everything else is compared, and with the Lightning being a pure battery electric pickup, but it, remaining an F one fifty is really exciting to a lot of people. There's no there's no mental switch that needs to go on. It's an F one fifty that happens to be electric. That happens to be electric. You know yes. what I'm noticing as well, and you you could probably speak to this a bit better than I can, is that the perception is no longer it's the guy driving the truck. There are a lot of women driving the F-150s. We have a lot of women buyers, yes. They come into store and they want trucks. Mm-hmm. It's because they feel the truck is safe with the kids. Yeah, It's a safe vehicle out there in the roads, no matter what the weather conditions are. It's amazing. And again, the drive is so good on them, it's very comfortable. And uh, it's also, this is not to mean sound sexist at all, but it's probably going to come across like that. But I mean... <laughs> Stay with us, Brian. It's the the colors that Ford's come out with. Oh, amazing colors. You know, it used to be like white, black, and gray. That's it. Now, it's, that's, what's the blue called? The the Area 51, that's kind of a, kind of a light blue. And right. then, if you look at the Broncos, the, oh. co- the color chart on them is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Like from Cyber Orange to Area 51, cact- I mean, Cactus Gray, they have fancy names. I, I don't know if I'd want to drive a car that has Area 51 as my color. <laughs> it's, and, and it's very popular. I mean, you know, it is. with, with, my, with my viewers, they're, they're like, I love this color. Personally, I don't like, I like, I like black, but that, you know, that's just, that's just me. But uh, customers love this based on the feedback that, that I'm getting. And in 2022, based on feedback from people, uh, Ford is releasing a new color, uh, a green shade in Bronco. So you'll see Bronco coming in, in a, in a military kind of a green color. That'll be cool. nice. That, and yeah. that's perfect for Bronco. Yeah. So, Submit, are, are customers coming back and, and visiting you in person in the dealer? Going yes, for test drives everybody's happy. Customers are coming in for test drives. So, we don't have that mandate for the mask. If you wish, you can still wear it. Yeah. A lot of people are walking in for test drives. You're going back to normal routine. We we got used to selling cars over the phone because an F-150 customer, he's driven the F-150, doesn't need yeah. to test drive anymore. They bought whatever is available on the lot over the phone if it's an old customer. But now, people and families, they're slowly coming back. Yeah. The, the life is going back to normal. They want to drive the new generation. They want to drive the EV. They they want to see the vehicles in the showroom, and then and then make a decision with the family. And of course, you know your dealership, Young Steel's Ford Lincoln, has the largest selection anywhere, really, in the country. And it must be a, a feel good feeling. Terrible English, but it's a car show. Um, to see people come back, yeah. So you can get that connection eye to eye because you know you can only do so much on social media. You need, especially when it's an investment like this. Yeah. And then the touch and feel aspect of the automotive industry, that's amazing. Every year, these vehicles go into a lot of changes and people want to touch the cars. They want to feel the cars. If it's the slightest bit of change in the interior or exterior, they want to see how the vehicle feels, how it drives. So now Ford has uh, a new suspension, which is the adaptive suspension on so many vehicles. My customers have told me at the store and so many other people, the F-150 2019 or 2020, it had a totally different suspension and the new generation, it drives so smooth. Some of them are even comparing with it with the German brands. Really? The F-150 suspension is really, really amazing on the new so one. So what is adaptive suspension? So it, Brian's going to laugh at, at me. No, like it's, I'm just asking. No, it's, a, it's a great question. Thanks, I'm, Dad. No, the reason, the reason <laughs> I smile is because I have to understand this from an engineering standpoint. Well, I don't, and most of our listeners probably don't. <laughs> no, but I have to explain it. But uh, submit, go ahead. See, the, the adaptive suspension, how it works, it basically uh, uh, gives you, you know, the, the less feeling of the bumps which you cross over the road. 
So whenever you used to go over the potholes in a truck, truck you know truck feels very stiff. Right. But now the trucks are not that stiff anymore. You go over the bumps and you feel a lot less when you're sitting inside the cabin. So the truck adapts to the roads on which you're driving. That's how you feel your ride is becoming more comfortable and quiet. Yeah, it's it's all in the shocks and 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 what the shocks do is they 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 adjust for the type of road surface yep. that you're on. So if you're on a smooth road, they 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 firm up and you've got great control and then if you're driving on Toronto roads with our lousy road surfaces, <laughs> they the shocks soften up and you've got a nice soft luxurious ride. Now, does this reduce with everything that's going into these new vehicles now, does it reduce the amount of maintenance that you're going to need? Uh, it depends on your driving style again. Yeah, don't look at Brian like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's this car, it'll be in every three months. That's right. <laughs> but it's 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 really interesting what's going on with Ford. And um, if a person comes in, say, over the weekend, realistically, we know every brand is going through hell right now. Yeah. But if they came in and looked at whatever vehicle, Ford F-150 or the or the Mustang, what kind of realistic time frame are they looking at and and are they reserving cars? Yes. So being the biggest dealer in the country with the, with the Ford brand, what we have is we have the inside information from Ford, how they're planning this, you know, the vehicle manufacturing during the tough times. Right. So Ford has uh, made a decision to build the vehicles, partially build them, allocate win numbers, keep them on the lot. Now, they'll ship the vehicles once the chips, they go in and the vehicle is complete. But what customers can do, they can come down to the store We'll give them what is coming in, all the information on the colors and the build and the features. They can secure a vehicle in advance. They don't have to wait for eight, nine months. They can get the vehicle as soon as the chip thing is done and the vehicle will be shipped to us in two months. So if you're looking for a blue color truck and I have a blue color truck coming in two months after the chip thing is sorted, the truck is yours. So walk into the dealership, we'll give you what, whatever is coming in and you can just put your name on it. Beautiful. I mean, it's, it's seamless. It's getting better. And uh, I mean, it's... I like the Mach one, the Machi. The, the Machi is really cool. You know, one of my one of my favorites that I've driven in the last year is the is the new Ford Maverick. Love that little pickup truck. We'll yes. get into that later on yes. before the hour is out. Coming up next, speaking of that kind of suspension and bumps in the road and holes in the road, the roads <laughs> are worse than they've ever been. And uh, CAA have another campaign kicking off uh, called the Worst Roads in Ontario, and we're going to talk to Teresa De Felici. From CAA right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. See how that just worked in there? We sometimes know what we're doing here. Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage along with Brian Max. It's Steve Scheiman here and Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln. For those who are inquiring, Alan is uh, on the uh, on the bench today. He uh, threw his back out, so hopefully with some Volterran and some strong Advils and maybe a rum and coke. Uh, he'll be back with us next Saturday. As hitting a bump in the road health-wise, we're hitting bumps in the road on the roads. And it's got to be the worst I've ever seen it. So, once again, we welcome back to the show Teresa DiFelici from CAA to talk about the worst roads in Ontario campaign that kicked off this week. So, how is it going so far, Teresa? Oh, it's going great. It's um, People are noticing the same thing you are. They're actively taking to the website and voting on roads that they're frustrated with, um, taking pictures, uploading those. So, yeah, it's, it's a busy one. Are you seeing any particular increase in, in certain parts of Ontario? I know it's early into it, but what are you seeing uh, coming in so far when people are voting? Well, it is early. It's only a few days in, and the campaign lasts, uh, goes until April 19th. Um, you know, we're seeing some old favorites, uh, especially in Toronto, Eglinton Avenue West and Eglinton Avenue East. 
Um, and that's where the Crosstown LRT project has been going on for a few years. Um, so that, that one's still sort of bubbling to the surface. Uh, Lakeshore is, is putting up a good fight, though. So yeah. I guess there's, there's quite a bit of stuff happening on the Lakeshore. And in other parts of the province, um, last year's worst road was in Prince Edward County. That's right, yeah. And we're, we, we see that they're taking, uh, they're taking to the website again to, uh, to launch their, their roads. It's almost like a horse race. I know I live down by Lakeshore and the, sort of the, the Hyde Park area, and there are some ramps going onto the Gardener that have like, there's like a, it's like a river of, of vacant potholes. That's that's <laughs> awful. I, I don't get to drive near you, Steve, but yeah, I live I live Midtown Toronto, and I have to use Eglinton almost every day. And wow. I, and I love how Eglinton is so bad. It was named twice on your list, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> East and West, yes. There's yes. Uh, there's a lot of love for um, uh, Eglinton Avenue, and you know they've done some patching there's a couple of spots where i guess even for the construction vehicles maybe they've had to make some repairs but you know that one will probably stay on the list uh for a couple of years until that project's completed and they and and sort of the wear and tear that that road's taking because of all the construction um you know won't won't become smooth again until that project's done so Teresa, from from my perspective, and and uh, I, yeah, I've been teaching race driving for a couple of decades, and one of the things we we teach is, and especially it transfers uh, to the road as driving on the road as well, and that's to keep your eyes up and look as far down the road as possible. But what happens here, especially at this time of year when potholes develop, we're all looking in front of our vehicles, immediately in front of our vehicles, and we're not looking further down the road. Is 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 does driver behavior change? Yes, it does. Um, and, you know, and, and we say the same thing. The best thing to do is to, you know, to be alert, don't drive distracted or, you know, be doing something else, really focus on the road. But we, we actually did a survey in, in January of this year. Um, and, you know, 65% of respondents said they're slowing down for bad spots so that, you know, it's good that they're, they're kind of recognizing something is up ahead. 64% are swerving to avoid potholes. So uh, um, we even ask the question, you know, sometimes you'll see somebody up ahead kind of swerving. And you're like, what is going on there? Uh, but most people believe that the reason they're swerving is because they're avoiding something on the road. Uh, the next biggest thing was people thought that they were driving distracted. But definitely people are altering their behavior, sometimes even taking a different route to avoid um, a road that they know is in really bad condition. So at the end of the day, when the when these campaigns are over for the worst roads of Ontario, by the way, the website is uh, caaworseroads.com, so get on there and vote at some point over the next while. When, this, when the results come back in, what does CAA able to do with to taking it forward to the next step so they, the improvement in, in fixing potholes is there? Where do you take this? Yeah, and, and I'll say this, right? This campaign's been around for 18 years now, and, it, and it's because it gets results. Um, and so, and, and part of it is, is not just the fact that we put this out and people are, are taking to it. The reason why we, we do this is, you know, 72% of people are frustrated in, in, in talking about poor roads, but they're not letting their local governments know. Very yeah. few are actually complaining, unless they do like a pothole uh, call to say, hey, there's a really big pothole and my car got damaged. Um, and so, you know, we take good due diligence when the voting closes on April 19th. We take that list. We we actually work with the Ontario Road Builders Association. So these are the companies across Ontario. This association is all the companies who, who actually work to fix the roads. But they have civil engineers on, on staff. And they do an analysis of the, the roads that have, you know, come to the surface um, in terms of the top 10 in Ontario. 
but as well as the top five in, in various regions across Ontario uh, that we put out when we, we announce, uh, I guess, the winners. Um, but they give us a technical analysis to say, okay, here's what we're seeing. Um, you know, it's poor road surface. Yes, so there's a congestion issue because A, B, and C. Um, and here's what, you know, what would probably require to fix it. And so we take that to government. We, we talk to local governments. We're also talking to senior levels of government about infrastructure funding. So CAA's advocacy kicks in uh, on behalf of everybody who took to the website and to let their let their voice be heard. I think that that is that is fantastic. I mean, I, I like to joke that the city of Toronto hates cars, and I've been living in the city for a couple of decades. And and I, I know my councillor is is okay at responding, but I know the mayor uh, does not like responding on car related issues. And I'm glad you're advocating for us and here yeah. in the city of Toronto. I think it's really important that um, you know it's not just for CAA members; it's for everybody. And it's sooner or later, it it's got to give. I mean, the 407, which is paved differently, mm-hmm. there's nothing there. Because use it's all concrete, it's it's a wonderful driving surface. That's yeah. for sure. So do it here. It costs money. That's right. So the more that people can get on this thing and vote, and then move it forward as CEA is trying to do with government officials, it will get better. As opposed to seeing three guys who are working hard saying, "Okay, let's go get a Timmy's and we'll put some asphalt in there and bang it down on the ground with a three dollar shovel from Canadian Tire." It will uh, it will not get uh, fixed up at all anytime soon. So once again, the uh, website is caaworstroads.com, and the campaign continues until April nineteenth. And in a couple of weeks' time, Teresa will have you down here in studio. Okay. Yes, yes, I will be coming, and we'll talk about what we're seeing. Uh, you know, as we near the end of the campaign, uh, and anything else that uh, we're we're hearing from the people who take the, to register their vote. Great. Have a great weekend. Thank you, too. Okay, take care. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're back with news about the contest. See, I'm not teasing for a reason. And uh, Samit Kapoor with some more news from Ford. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. And speaking, we're sometimes smooth and organized here. We really are. No, we're not. (laughs) Uh, Starting uh, April 1st, we have a new contest on to take you through the spring, if it ever gets here. It's a combination of a full set of tires from Triangle Tire, installed professionally by, my back is going to get better, Glenn Allen Motors, with uh, Allen there and Glenn, together along with Mandy. Uh, They're going to install the tires for you, and then a full Crown application, courtesy of Trevor Hutchison and our good buddies up at Crown. So that starts uh, April 1st. So go to daiscornergarage.com and put in your name and maybe you'll win. That's a nice cordial way of saying you get in because it's a, it's a great package. Yeah, it is an excellent package, especially for this time of year. I mean, you might need new tires for the summer. I mean, it's perfect. I'll let you, I'll let you know when I'm driving home. All right. <laughs> let's go back to uh, what's happening with Ford. So, uh, coming back to what's happening with Ford, I know uh, every single dealership and the auto brand is going through shortage, but I just want to bring this uh, info to the table and all the listeners that uh, at our store, and uh, we have a lot of vehicles which are already serialized. They're incoming, they're partially built, and they're parked on Ford factory lots, which will be shipped out to us soon, depending on how the chip situation goes. But if you are looking for a Ford down the road, you don't have to place a new factory order. You can come down to the store. We can secure a win number which is already built and you have to wait for two, three months and not five, six months and seven months. So walk into the store. Just let us know what your requirements are. We'll find you the closest possible match to that. 
even if you have to give up a few features or buy a few additional features depending on what's available right. it's good for you to secure a vehicle in advance don't wait for the lease uh, to end just uh, plan your move a few months ahead i know we are going through really tough times but that's the thing to do right now just understand the market and make a move a little ahead so that you don't have to wait right at the end to make a decision yeah, it's no longer the days when you can, we can walk into the dealer and buy something off the lot and certainly you know placing a, cu- a custom order takes yeah. a little bit longer than a custom a couple of months now and you got to wait for a good portion of the year now yeah, to get something yeah. custom so pre covid we used to carry about uh, 250 to 300 400 vehicles on the lot at any given day mm-hmm. now uh, we are really short on that inventory i'm down to 10 15 units i i i mean the units land every day but as soon as they land they're gone customers pick them up of course yeah yeah i'm i'm not surprised now i will i i understand the the car business but i like full featured vehicles i like them when they've got all the all the options and all the technology and all the luxuries He's so greedy I love that they drive they drive they drive better they yeah, better sure to they live do. with yeah. all of this stuff and and there's a lot of there's a lot of cool tech that's that and, and especially Ford is advancing the game with technology as well. Yep, so in 2022s all the uh high-end F150s vehicles like uh Lincoln Aviators, Navigators which are coming in they have something called Blue Cruise. So Blue Cruise is like an autonomous driving, not fully autonomous, but yes, you can take your hands off the wheel. The the vehicle will be driven kind of semi automatically on the highways which are mapped by Ford company and then uh, it's almost driving like a Tesla it's well it's i would argue it's more reliable than a tesla uh i i like the blue <laughs> cruise you just can resist it i've driven i've driven the tesla with all that nonsense and and i prefer i prefer the technology that that ford puts out because what they what they do is it You can take your hands off the wheel, but you have to be paying attention. You can't take your hands off the wheel and read a book. Yeah, because you, the camera is constantly the, watching you. There's a driver monitor, Whoa. which is something that that California electric car company does not do. Yeah. And this this is the safest thing is to have driver monitoring. So Ford does this, but what's really cool mm. is that uh, you can take your hands off the wheel on a lot of the like, around here on the 400 series highways and the vehicle will drive itself. Yep. As long as you're watching the road. As soon as you take your eyes off the road, uh, the system will warn you, and then it will turn off. That's because of the camera. Because see. of the driver monitoring yeah, really? system. Really? Yeah. So I, I drove uh, similar technology in another oh. brand. As I discovered, the driver monitoring uh, camera could not see through my polarized sunglasses. So would you have to go buy new glasses or what? No, I just took my sunglasses off. <laughs> but uh, no I, lamp I, black underneath the. No, no, okay. no. But I, I, I want to try the Blue Cruise because I've, I've heard it's excellent technology. Yeah. It is, it is cutting edge for where we are right now. And, and it's a very small over the air update. So all the vehicles which we're selling today, great idea. By the end of this year or mid 2023, it'll be just like a small software update. And your car will start uh, with the Blue Cruise. You know, while we're talking with with Summit, you can go to YoungSteelsFordLincoln.com and see everything that's on. It's a really well done, busy website that has everything on there. And you can go back to Blue Cruise for a second. For people who are going to get ready for, I mean, the RV show just finished up. People are going to start going back to the cottage. You're pulling a trailer, or you're just packing the car up and up you go to the cottage. And it's it's a little more convenient. It's safer, I would think, yep. and it's more relaxing until you get a. 
Yeah, it's more relaxing. I I, th- I think this this autonomous uh, driving technology, this advanced driver assist technology. I don't want to call it autonomous, but advanced driver assist is uh, it it makes for a more relaxing driving experience. So you're you're more well rested at the end of a drive, and that that to me is is an important thing as a as a driver. It's very very important to be and, well rested. And in the beginning of the show, we covered a segment where we spoke about the accidents, the road accidents which are happening. The percentage has gone up. and these new generation vehicles yeah. they're coming up with things like uh, accident alerts pedestrian alerts collision warning alerts so the the cars are capable of applying the brakes even if the driver is distracted so i hope in future these kind of features they'll bring down those uh, the you know the percentage of accidents happening right. on the roads well, I, i think that's happening already we're seeing some of that that movement from insurance companies and and a lot of this technology is being mandated across the board what i find about some of this technology is it will actually see things that the driver can't from Ye- time to time yep. and that is that is so important yep i think it's it's also going to probably break down the barrier of people who still are don't trusting terrible english don't trust the autonomous part of the vehicle you know old school i want to hang on to that wheel and nobody's telling me differently but as you and i've driven these a few times and you do get this ease that comes in that's like hey this is okay mm-hmm. and yeah. that's one of the things i cover in in you know when i when i write about cars or or on my youtube channel is that this you know this this advanced driver assist technology is becoming more and more ubiquitous across the almost the, all the cars you can buy today you have to kind of get used to it but you know once you know if you're coming from a car that has traditional cruise control into something that has adaptive cruise control and lane keep and it can actually sort of steer itself yeah. in the lane and follow other vehicles it's a bit unnerving but you know part of my job is to make sure that people understand that it's cool and and reliable technology be great to have something in this blue whatever autonomous part of it where if somebody's right on your rear end you can flash a light going get the off my you know what cuz that's it's driving me nuts I'm a stressed guy in Toronto let's we want to thank Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln you'll be there today working <laughs> yes sir I will be okay and Brian Max couple handles that you've got uh just Brian Max everywhere M A K S E great and don't forget starting uh beginning of next week you can go to daiscornergarage.com and register to win a full set of triangle tires and a full application from Crown. Stay with us we'll be right back next week with another show and hopefully Alan Gelman's backbone is ready to join us. See you next week everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.